Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, everyone, and uh, thank you for calling in. This is the Cosmic Grove Radio Show, and this is your host, Brittany, uh, just welcoming you to another beautiful night under the stars and within the earth, and um, it's just another awesome moment for us to come together and share. So once again, welcome, and uh, I just want to send warm blessings and clarity to everyone that listening in, um, near and far and across the world. So, uh, yeah, awesome. So, as always, we have a very, very great show prepared for you tonight. And um, we are preparing for our beautiful Taurus new moon that's coming in tomorrow. So, as always, I'll begin by opening the way before we get all excited and stepping into our power. So let's prepare to open the way. Um, I give thanks in light of everyone for uh, the power of the infinite that flows through us so graciously. Um, I just ask that we are opened up to receive an abundant message tonight. For each and every person that is there, I ask that the message flows to us and hits us and activates parts of us that we need it. Um, mostly in our lives. So I ask that um, we just be filled up in all areas. So I ask for protection, and I give thanks for this. And I say I share. So, uh, family, um, we are embarking on another very powerful night, and that will come in tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow is Monday, but at 2.15 a.m. Eastern Time or 1.15 a.m. Central Time, we will once again have an eclipse. And uh, this is really exciting for me and exciting for a lot of us because eclipses are necessary. They're very necessary in our lives. Um, and it really helps to empower us to be aware of the things that we need to release 
so that we can make room for more beautiful and abundant things to come into our lives. So a lot of us know we just had a very powerful supercharged uh, lunar eclipse two weeks ago, and that was the blood moon. And, you know, lunar eclipses only happen when there's a full moon. But what we will experience tomorrow is a solar eclipse during our new moon cycle, and that always happens right after a lunar eclipse. So um, we will not be able to see it here in North America um, like we were blessed to see that beautiful blood moon two weeks ago. But the most important thing is that we can still feel it. So what I want to share is that I just want to share a few things that feel important to me about this moon, and I'm hoping that it will also help you in some way. And then we will go into a nice meditation about it. Um, We also have a very beautiful, special person um, that's dear to me that um, has been with us before on the show. And her name is uh, Kachari Daktari, and she is a very um, experienced and intuitive astrologist um, here in the St. Louis area. And she is also a very powerful root doctor that I personally work with, and she's just given magnificent results. Uh, for me and people all over. So she's going to join us in just a bit after our brief meditation. And what she's sharing with us tonight is something that you all may be very interested in. She's going to be sharing with us how to dress candles. So if you do prayers, meditations, or sacred rituals, and you just light candles to invite your spirit family, or you just like candles to be a part of it, she's going to tell us a proper way to utilize candles and a whole lot of other stuff, and she's really assisting me with taking my practice to the next level. So I will save that for her to explain. Um, but nonetheless, let's continue on with our journey with the moon. So um, we are going to face this new moon in the constellation of Taurus. And Taurus is governed by Venus, and so Taurus is all about pure romance and love, like real deal love, not just, you know, the fake, you know, uh, things just so that you feel like you have someone. It's also about uh, finances, a healthy amount of finances, not just enough money to get by, Um, and also stability, stability within the home and happiness within the home. So under this new moon eclipse, if you are not experiencing the things that you would like as far as love um, and finances and, you know, or things with your career and things within your home, I really feel strongly that the eclipse will begin to uh, weed those things out. It will, and the way that happens is that um, we are presented with certain obstacles or certain things where these issues are flared up in our face, like for us to deal with. And then we can choose, the moon assists us in choosing uh, the proper way to amend these things and allow them to flow rightfully in our lives. And so, um, you know, personally within my life, you know, it's family, you know, with love flowing to family. And I've been able to have more uh, one-on-one time with my boys. Um, I've been able, I've been blessed to be around quite a few different older women that are giving me wisdom as to how to raise my boys properly, you know, and it's simple things. 
uh, you know, just teaching them how to become men and do things around the house, like cutting the grass and, you know, just helping out. So the moon is really assisting me in not just being a mom where I come home and cook for them, but, you know, actually working with them and promoting them in a loving way. Um, so, I mean, it, it could be manifesting in a lot of different ways in our lives, but I want you all to be aware of those particular areas which are important for all of us. You know, have you been really desiring a deep romantic love and um, it's finally manifesting in your life, you know, with someone that you've been seeing for a while that it may have just kind of been riding out and not really activated or feeling genuine and now it's just coming together. Um, if you all read my blog, you probably would have read a part where I was like, magically, I've been thinking about marriage more lately. And I was like, where did that come from? You know, because just two weeks ago, I was like, oh, I could see myself getting married. And then when I began to look at the alignments of the planets and the moon, I said, oh, you know, things are getting serious. So, um, yeah, so uh, it's, it's you will begin to notice some changes. Uh, I've learned from my from my elder mom that's coming on the line shortly that the eclipses last six months. The effects are pretty much six months out. So after having a humongous lunar eclipse in Libra, and Libra was about setting things in order and balance and righteousness, and Libra is governed by Venus, and then we turn around and have a a new moon under Taurus, which is also governed by Venus. It's like a double whammy to get our love life and finances and things balanced and in order. It's a total support. It's a total union. And I'm super excited about how the universe and the cosmic heavens are blessing us with these different planetary alignments. So um, it's amazing. So things that you may want to focus on and write down for the new moon tomorrow are things, once again, that you want to release. The new moon is about releasing. And um, in ancient times, um, women, you know, we were, and still now, because I'm a woman that governs my life by the cycles of the, cycles of the moon, the new moon was spent in um seclusion where you are able to go within, like literally some women bled uh, by with their moon time or their menstrual cycles by the cycle of the moon, and the new moon was always a time that we had our menses, and we would go out into the forest and out into the woods and to moon hut. And um, the men in the family and in our villages would take care of our children. And in our sacred space of the moon hut, deep within the forest, we were able to tap into the powers of our beings, and we were able to go within and realize things that we wanted to change or didn't like or already accomplished and needed to uh, re revitalize that energy and power to put it towards another thing. So, you know, in doing that, we would come together collectively in seclusion within the woods and uh, bleed together as women and, um, you know, and just release. And then followed by chanting and empowering and recharging ourselves to create more things. So always, as you write down things that you want to release, you always follow that by things that you want to empower to take that space. So you can do that tomorrow night, and you can do it tonight. Um, I think it will be a beautiful time to do that. 
Um, I just, if there are any, the women and the men that are on this line, on this uh, conversation tonight, I want you all to know the importance of the cycles of the woman and the cycles of our moon time, our menses, if you would like to call it. It's something taboo. It's something that a lot of people don't like or a lot of people don't want to talk about, but it's a very sacred power. Um, and it's something that the earth is asking me to speak about for us to be more in tune with. Um, if you uh, experience any type of pain or discomfort during that time, it's a calling out for your body to uh, recognize the flow and the sacredness of it. Um, it's not anything dirty. It's not anything taboo. It's something very powerful. And so it's a time for you to actually um you know, just really, it's a natural cleansing mechanism for the body, for one, and then it's also a time where your power is at its highest. And so um, if you are able to, like in my house, when it's my time, I tell my, my son, um, you know, this is a time where I won't do so many things around the house because you need to be in a relaxing state where you're able to release. And the more things that you do, the more um, the more stressful it may be for you. So whenever that time comes around, just try to lighten up some of your load a little bit, so that you can also so that you can embrace this sacred time that you have. So I really won't go into too much depth about it this show. I'll save it for another show. But I just want um, men and women as a whole to begin to honor that sacred time as a woman, um, you know, and just to not be afraid of it. So um, the meditation that was given to me to share with you all tonight was just about embodying the elements and uh, just becoming one with the earth as a whole because we always strive to be at one with the heavens and the cosmic uh, sphere. And so um, we're going to do a brief meditation where you're just able to feel the different elements that you have within yourself. And, um, and then we will bring on our caller and we will... Um, began our reading towards the end of the show. So um, if you are sitting in a comfortable space, um, that's, that's where you want to be, or you want to find yourself in a nice, comfortable position where you won't be disturbed for a short period of time. So I just want you just to begin to bring your attention to your breath and just be aware of how your body feels and how your breath feels. So I just begin to feel your breath as it moves in and out of your body. If you're sitting in a chair, you just want to place your feet flat onto the floor. And as you inhale, you just want to lift up the shoulders and exhale, release the shoulders down. So this is a meditation to merge you with oneness with the elements. So as you're breathing slowly, Feel that you are relaxed. You are at peace. And your breath comes and goes naturally. You're here. You are in the moment. And you are at peace. 
just begin to feel a natural energy of peace just surrounding you. And just continue to follow your breath. So I just want you to pay attention to the rise and fall of your breath and put your full attention on your own body. Be aware that your head is at the top of your body and just feel the presence of the breath as it rises and falls. falls. And be aware of your face and of your shoulders and your arms and your hands. Be aware of your heart beating your chest and the motions of your back. Be aware of your, your stomach and your belly and your legs all the way down to your feet. Be aware of these things. We'll start with earth. Earth is anything solid. I want you to feel the elements of earth. I want you to become aware of the contact with the pillow, the mat, or the floor that your body may rest against. Realize that this is the earth element touching the earth element. touching the compactness of your pillow, your mat, or your floor with the compactness of your body. So it's earth against earth. So be aware of these different energies that are surrounding you. I want you to be aware of the earth element that is directly around you. As you breathe, be aware of the walls, the chairs, everything that is compact and solid. Gently direct your mind to the awareness of the entire building, the floor, the walls, and the roof. All of this is the earth element. Now let your mind reach outside of the house, the solid earth. Know it as a compactness and a gentle heaviness. Taking in your mind as much of the earth as you can. Sense yourself as you direct your mind outside, leaning against the tree. This is the earth element of the body, of your body touching the earth element of the tree. And it's difficult to see where one end and one begins when you merge with the energy of the tree. Even with insects and animals, if you're able to touch them, you are touching the elements of earth. Now I want you to come back to yourself, feel the earth element in your body, making connection with the earth element of the mat or the floor, the chairs. Feel the oneness of that. And let go of the barriers or the boundaries of your body and allow the element of your body to flow with and merge the element of the contact that you have. So just continue as you breathe to let go of the boundaries and to be at one with the elements of earth. You are the earth. Take a deep breath in and out. 
I want you to please place your attention on your breath and watch it as it rises and falls. Become aware of the water element within you. You can find it outside of your mouth with your saliva. It could be your perspiration or the experience of feeling your blood as it pulses through your body. You can even still feel the water as it swishes around in your belly. Take a deep breath in and out. Become aware that the water elements and manifest as like sap inside of the trees or the water that's stored in roots. Again, if you divert, gently divert your attention to outside back to that tree, lean against that tree and know that your blood and the sap are the same. You are the earth, and you are that water. I want you to flow into that experience and let the blood and that sap merge. You'll begin to feel the oneness and the power of the tree and how you're connected to these things that we side of us. The blood and all of the insects and animals are also the same as the water elements. As you're letting go of the barriers, you can begin to see yourself standing in a lake or a creek or even a stream, a river, or the ocean. And safely, you can let the water element within you merge with the water element in the body of water in which you are standing. Again, let go of all boundaries and become one without separation. Take a deep breath in and out. So I want you to come back to the experience of the water element in your body. The water element has the quality of binding the body together. And I want you to feel yourself surrounding by the binding element wherever you are in nature. All things are held together by this. Continuing, I want you to still feel the rise and fall of your breath as you move through fire. I want you to experience the fire element which manifests as the temperature of the body by noticing the difference in the temperature outside of your body and inside. Notice that it's cooler where the air touches you and hotter where your one body part touches another body part. And just become aware of the temperature of the cushion that you're sitting on and connect the fire element to the fire element which is your body temperature to the cushion temperature. Place your attention back on your own fire element and feel your fire element merging with the fire temperature. Think of the people near and dear to you as well with your fire element in its career. And just go back to the rise and fall of your breath as we move to our last and final element. air. So become aware of the air or wind that moves through your breath. Notice how subtle it is. Become aware of the movement of air outside of your body. Let your wind element flow into the outside wind element, letting go of all that barriers and boundaries. 
So come back to your breath once more. And then to the breath of the person sitting next to you, or even the person that's also on this call, knowing that there is no separation between your wind element or the outside wind element and the other person's wind element. Same connection to the breath to everyone else that exists. So the same connection to the breath within everyone near and dear to you. And try to remove all boundaries and barriers. Everything is mere vibrations of energy. So go back to realizing your breath. Feel your breath rise and fall and feel at one with earth, with water, with fire, and with air. And know through this connection that you are one with everything within our earth and within the universe. So I really hope that this helps you I really feel that being at one with everything within the earth will allow you to manifest things in your life more abundantly. So I will go ahead and bring on our featured guest, um, Dr. Tari Kachali, and um, I will let her speak with you. So let's see. Good evening. Hello. How are you? Hi, I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Well, I'm honored and glad to be here. Uh, tonight, great, great. I'd like so, to talk. I'd like to talk a little bit about <clears throat> dressing a glass encased candle. We won't cover all the types of candles, but. Uh, we'll discuss this type of candle because um, it's a candle that a lot of people use. I won't necessarily say it's a little safer than other other candles, but you are more likely to be able to leave this type of candle burning uh, constantly. So... Um, one of the things that we utilize in magic, and as you spoke of earlier, is the elements, earth, wind, fire, and water. And um, <clears throat> we use fire in magic, for one, because it's, it's a universal thing that since the beginning of man, he's been enamored with a fascination concerning fire, and it's because uh, it can be utilized in so many ways. It keeps you warm. You can cook with it. It's full of energy. It can protect you. Uh, during the caveman days when they finally discovered fire, uh, they used, they would build uh, fires at the entrance of a cave, like right outside the cave, to keep away um, wild beasts. This was it was used as a form of protection. So, and and there's a movie that I have that I love to watch. It's called The Quest for Fire, with uh, Ray Don Chong, and the movie doesn't have any words in it. 
<laughs> it's a very interesting movie about he, the person that controls the fire basically rules the world as it was at that time. It's a very interesting movie if you get a chance to pick it up and look at it. I have my own personal copy that most people can't understand why I like this movie. Um, so uh, the, we're going to talk about um, it, the fact that fire also represents the warmth of the sun, and uh, we can jump into many uh, religions and see where fire is respected. We utilize candles. You see them in the churches. You see incense in the churches. That's the air. You see the baptismal with the water. Um, you have your uh, earth element in salt, you know, to purify things. So, um, Let's get on right quickly on what you'll need. You'll need a glass and case candle, which is sometimes called a seven-day candle. Uh, they come in various colors. You know, some of them have silk screen on the outside of them for various purposes. Some of them have pictures of saints on the outside of them for various purposes. Uh, we'll talk about the color. You want to get a candle that is the color of your purpose. Say, for example, and there are books out here that can tell you uh, color theory behind purpose for magic. For example, you want to burn a red candle uh, for love. You may want to burn a white candle for blessings. Um you may want to burn a black candle for laying down tricks. You uh, may want to burn a yellow candle for success. You may want to burn an orange candle for road opening. So you can get your uh, candle in the color that you want to do work on, or if you just want to get accustomed to burning candles just for uh, the purpose of enlightenment, because you can also read the flame of the candle as it burns, and there is information out here of books on reading the flame of a candle and what that means when a flame goes up high, when it pops and crackles. Those are the ancestors talking to you through that flame to tell you things about whatever it is that you're trying to work on or have a question about. And there are also astrological associations with various candle colors. You have primary and secondary colors uh, for uh, the zodiac signs and uh, what type energy that brings in. And we have what, when we talk about primary colors and then secondary colors, which is a mixture, uh, yellow and blue make green. So uh, these two colors mixed together are bringing in that primary energy from those astrological associations of colors. 
Um, if, of course, Leo is associated with the sun, and uh, but believe it or not, its primary uh, astrological color is a green candle, and Virgo is a gold candle. So uh, there is various information out here on, you know, see you have candles in all different colors, silver, uh, various colors for various purposes. And uh, what I use is a, a, a spike, which is like a very, very large nail. The nail that I use is about... Um, 12 inches long, and it's like it has maybe a quarter inch or a little better diameter, and it has a point on the end of it. And what I use this for is I I push it down into the candle, and it goes down in the candle pretty easily. It's where you can push it down in there, and you want it to be maybe about six inches longer than the glass encased candle. And you, I push it down in there at three points or four points. It depends upon uh, what type work that I'm doing, whether or not I'm summoning the uh, north, east, south, and west, or if I'm uh, doing uh, what I call closed circuit work with uh, the triangle or the trine aspect, which is 120 degrees. And this ties into uh, the aunt and the male principle and female principle and the baby. And, okay, so I take this... uh, candle before I do anything I cleanse the candle and I cleanse it by spraying it with uh, my own personal formula that I've created of uh, spirit water you know the name brand that they have out there is called Hoyt's or you can use some Canadian water or um, something of that some blessed water to cleanse the outside of the candle with. You don't want to get that into the wax. And then you can uh, smoke the candle in either some sage, you know, by burning the sage and then just uh, running it through the smoke and asking your ancestors or the creator or whomever you pray to to cleanse that candle for your specific purpose and to remove any negative energies that may have been placed upon the candle through handling. And after you've cleansed the outside of the candle, um, you would take a very large spike-type nail. You can get them at the hardware store for like 69 cents. And you push it down in there, all the way down to the bottom, but not by the wick of the candle, kind of like midway between the wick and the wall of the candle. You don't want to do it up against the very edge. And you push it all the way down there. You either make your three points or... 
your uh, four points, or you can just use one point and you push it down in there. And then uh, you would get some crushed herbs for your purpose. Say if you were doing some love work or whatever, you you can use uh, uh, powdered incense or you can make up your own formula for an incense uh, designed for your purpose, whether you are trying to heal yourself or if you're trying to bring love into your life or peace into your home or as there are various things that we pray for. And you take those crushed herbs, and um, I like to cut a little piece of straw, you know, like a plastic straw that you drink out of, and I cut it on the end like uh, making a little spoon like on the end of it, and then I slit it. And I put the powder because the the diameter of the hole that you punch down in there, I take and I scoop up the uh, crushed herbs in that straw, and then I, I'm able to dump it down into that hole and maybe just make the straw like maybe a uh, straw piece maybe about three inches long, and you slid it down the length of the straw, but you make a little spoon part, cut a little spoon part on the end of it. And then you can scoop up those crushed herbs for whatever purpose that you are trying to draw into your life or send away. And put those herbs down maybe like a little straw full, the little three or four inch straw full, you take it and you dump it down in each one of those holes that you've made. And the diameter of that hole, when you buy your nail, it would be just a little bit bigger than a straw that you drink out of. So you take and you dump your crushed herbs in there. And then on top of that, you want to, Put in some drops of whatever oil that you would be using for your purpose, like you might have some love oil or uh, you might have some gambling oil or some hygiene conqueror oil. So you take and put, after you put the uh, crushed herbs in there, then you would drop some drops of or blessed oil if you want peace in the home. You would drop the oil a little bit, maybe like a, a third of a dropper full down into each uh, hole that you've made with your nail. And then after you've done that, that is what's called dressing the candle. And then you want to bless the candle. You want to pray over the candle, you know. But before you pray over the candle, when you uh, after you dress the candle, now some people like to make scratches in the top of the candle. Sometimes you can put a little glitter on the top of the candle for your purpose association with the color. But you don't want to put too much. You don't want to get these herbs or the glitter 
you don't want it packed on top of the candle. You want the herbs and the oil to go down in these holes. And if you sprinkle a little glitter on the top of it, just do a very little. And you take a needle and not just a little sewing needle. They have needles at the sewing store that are designed to, they have a blunt end on them and they're pretty big. They're designed for doll making, you know, to take and put um, an eye on a, a soft dial or whatever. It's a pretty big needle, but it has a blunt end on it. Or any little thing that you may use that you can scratch on the top of the candle. Now, uh, what I like to do, some people like to put a cross on the top of the candle for the directions, north, east, south, and west, or for the elements, air, earth, fire, and water. But what I like to do is make an ankh symbol on the top of my candles because that is the symbol. It is a symbol of life. Now, if I'm doing some work where I want to send something away, then I may use a cross because um, in the Christian uh, religion, you know, uh, the Jesus was on the cross as a symbol of death, you know. But, and we won't get into that debate about, you know, he died and rose because I'm not a Christian. But um, I like to use the Ankh symbol or any symbol that you think if you are using a green candle, and you're trying to draw money to you, you can make the little money symbol. If you're trying to do uh, success work, you can make the success sigil on, uh, and that's something you can look up, a sigil for things. Or if you want to do some astrological work to draw certain energies into you, like sun energy or whatever, you can make a symbol of the sun or whatever, you know, but you you just scratch it on the top end with a needle. And then after you've done that, your candle is dressed. So then uh, now we can bless the candle. We can pray over the candle and ask whomever we pray to to uh, and, and say something like, as this fire burns, uh, may my will be done uh, with the light of whomever, you know, to bring forth whatever work it is you're trying to do. And, um, okay, so... We've blessed the candle. We prayed over it. And then uh, we want to bring the candle to life. And we want to bring the candle to life by breathing into it. Uh, we want to take in a deep breath, and we want to bring and blow that gently into the candle. And uh, we want to do that three times and say, May. Uh, you are now being brought to life. And then after we do that, we take our hands and we put it over the candle and on a sturdy surface like something wood or whatever. We want to knock the candle three times, you know, uh, one, two, three. And then 
we take our hands off of the candle, and the candle is uh, cleansed, dressed, blessed, brought to life, and it's ready to be used. Um, I, I think that this is a simple way and a safer way, and you can put a candle out but never blow it out. A candle should always be snuffed out, and you probably, if you don't feel comfortable leaving the candle burning while you're away or it's unattended or you got cats that might knock it over, you should at least let your candle burn 15 or 20 minutes each day, and then you want to snuff the candle out. You never blow a candle out. You know, you snuff the candle out. They have candle snuffers that you can uh, put down over the candle or cover it with something because we must remember you can have no fire if there is no air. So if you take the air source away, this this is an elemental thing. And, and a chemical thing, if you take the air away by covering the top of the candle with something uh, metal or the flame, then uh, you can uh, put it out. Or some people leave their candles burning and they sit it in the bathtub while they're gone. You know, so there, only do what you're comfortable with. And we have to remember that a candle is the child of a, a lamp, an oil lamp, and we've kind of gotten away from using oil lamps, but now we can utilize these oil lamps, and uh, if you feel comfortable with that, I'll talk about that at another time, and there's lots of information out there about making uh, blessed oil lamps for your purpose. But um, today we're just talking about the glass and case candles and how to be safe with them. Of course, you don't want to have the candle sitting by something that's flammable. And if you have an altar set up, you can set up your candle in a safe spot on your altar, you know, and leave it burning. But remember that to commit yourself to that if you start one of these candles for a purpose, to make sure that you light the candle at least 20 minutes daily, you know, and during that 20 minutes you can maybe sit and meditate on your purpose and uh, imagine, you know, uh, the place that you want to be at or the thing that you want to have. You can do some visualizations. Um I pretty much, once I light my candles, I let them burn. I make sure that they're protected, you know, from any mishaps. Now, you know, sometimes the these candles, yeah, sometimes they will, uh, uh, there's a meaning that when the candle burns, if it leaves black smoke up the side of the glass, that means that, you know, somebody may be working against that purpose that you're trying to, create or uh, that you have more work to do, uh, there is information out there on how a candle burns the flame, whether it flickers or if it has a high point on it, that you can look up there books that are being written and have been written about this. So um, those are, that's just some light 
spiritual work that you can begin to do if you don't know where to stick your toe in the water at, you know, do a little reading about your purpose because we don't want to just store burning candles all over the place and we're not using the proper herbs or we're not cleansing and dressing and blessing the candles and bringing them to life. You know, there are all sorts of candles that you can use for various purposes. We're just talking about the glass and case candles and what I do. And you take these uh, spiritual things and you make them your own, but remember to be safe and uh, do a little research. Don't just go by the little tidbit that I'm giving you here. Do a little research, do a little reading, you know, gather up your supplies, take your time, and really make your spiritual practices purposeful. You know, don't just get carried away with something because somebody said it. And uh, do your research. And uh, I think that if you learn this little simple spiritual uh, um, practice that it can bring lots of other things into your life if you're interested in becoming closer to your spirit guides, uh, to your creator or whomever you pray to. This is a time that you can sit down and just watch the flame and get focused and clear your mind and focus on the the purpose that you're trying to uh, perpetuate with this candle. And you may find that it's not for you. Uh, There may be some other things that you'd like to use, uh, oils or uh, incense or uh, uh, rituals. There are plenty of other things that are out here in the spirit world for people. Uh, candle work is just one thing. And, and maybe if you even just try to uh, not light a candle for yourself, but dress and light a candle for peace in the world. You know, it's, it's ways that this type thing can be shared. So there's lots of things that you can do with this type information, but that's just a little general snippet on what I do with my glass and case candles. Wow, thank you so much, and I'm so happy that you came on to share that with us. These are that you share with me that I've been able to successfully do, and you know, my prayers, my manifestation rituals, and they've worked. So, um, thank you. So, while we still have a little time left, we do have a couple callers that we're going to take some callers that hold for some time. And we're just offering just some short mini readings, me and Kishawi. So um, we're going to go ahead and pick up uh, the caller that's been holding the longest. Call in from area code 14 and 401. You're on the line. Hello? Hello. Um, I have callers that's on 4401. Hello? Hello. Hello. Did you say three one four? Yes, Carol. How are you tonight? Hi, this is Carolyn. How are you? Oh, Carolyn, I'm you. fine. 
Well, Kev, I have some questions, um, I guess, more about my, I guess, what I've been doing with my spirit work. Because, you know, I burn candles. And um, I guess I use that in my rituals and in my prayers. And I'm, sometimes I use them, I use, well, now I'm just starting to use the glass. I use the glass and then sometimes I use just a regular, um, what do you call those long candles? I forget what they call them. Uh, the, the, the ones that are the taper candles. That's what I meant to say. So I use the taper candles and I use the glass candles. Now, um, what I've been doing is just kind of burning frankincense and myrrh, or frankincense incense to kind of cleanse them. Is that okay, or should I be doing something that's, a little bit that's more? Perfectly, that is perfectly fine. That you've been. Uh, cleansing with smoke, with uh, frankincense or myrrh, that is absolutely, sometimes you can crush a little bit of that into an incense mixture in a censure. I mean, not a censure, the uh, little bowl that you crush up your um, incense in. I can't call the name of it. But... uh, Pardon me. Um, did you mean uh, maybe like a charcoal circle? If you were able to press it in to put it in charcoal, or well, um, what I'm saying is, is that it what she's doing is just fine to cleanse her candles with. You're using some smoke, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that's perfectly fine. Uh, you can use those resins. You can use incense with resins in it. You know, you don't have to put anything in the candle. That's just what I do. But okay. you do need to cleanse the candle, and what you're using are perfect cleansers. Okay. Okay. And then I have several different colors. I work with, uh, well, red, because I think I read somewhere, I'm an Aries, and that the red candle brings out your power more, brings out your energy more. And um, I'm also working with white uh, for protection. I'm working with the green. Now, I kind of burn all of them at the same time, or should I not do that? Now, You can burn all of those at the same time if what you are doing, if they're not conflicting, you know, like I wouldn't burn a candle that I was trying to draw one energy, not in the same area. I don't know. Do you have an altar set up? Mm-hmm. I have I have an altar set up. I have all my candles and, and you know, statues, everything is on my altar. Because I'm still kind of lying. Okay. Okay. So uh, what it is is that as you get deeper into this, you'll develop and have more than one altar. And oh, it's okay. okay to do positive work with positive work. But if okay. you're trying to get rid of a situation, I would not burn candles together in the same location where I'm trying to get rid of one thing and draw something else to me. It's like conflicting energy. So you can burn those candles like 
in a different room. Like um, you, if you have your altar on the facing the east direction, which is where the sun rises to bring things to you, and then mm-hmm. you can have an altar that you are trying to send things away in the west, where the sun sets to take things away from you. There's a thing that I do that's called, um, um, it's kind of like an astrological feng shui where you, I create this chart and you use it to lay out various areas in your home. But you can just do the simple thing that the east is where the sun rises to bring things mm-hmm. to you. I would like, my candles that if if you are not into astrological timing, I would light my candles that draw uh, things to me very early in the morning if I can at sunrise. And then things that I'm trying to eliminate or get rid of out of my life habits or whatever they are, I... Uh, like those candles at sunset to take the thing away, you know. So um, it depends upon the purpose, but it sounds like you are on a, a really good path and that uh, you j- if you just remember that little simple uh, cleanse, uh, mm-hmm. dress, and bless and bring it to life. And that practice comes along with a lot of things that you may anoint or start to use on your altar. If you cleanse, bless, you know, and you can also um, ask your ancestors to come in or whomever you're utilizing to come in and help you work the energy that you're trying to work when you say your blessing on that particular candle. But it sounds like you are on a very good path, and I like to see people in the beginning, and I want to say follow your gut. You know, don't lose your mind over it. Don't, but just as people who, you know, uh, believe in what you are doing. That is one of the most important parts of spirituality and math. Okay. Got it. And, um, all right. One more question, because I. And you know, Brittany is the one that inspired me to work with the um, with the Saint Expedite. And I have, you know, I know one of the they want you to put his like an image. And I've been reading a little bit about it. You, you put an image of Saint Expedite up, um, and then I got a red candle, and I got that in like the you know the glass encased candle. Um, and then I have, and then they say you put the water there. And then you, and I think, Brittany, you told me that you write down your petition and you fold it up and put it under the water. Exactly. Okay, and then I, and what you want to do for that red candle, you want it to be cinnamon. You want it to be a cinnamon red candle. Um, and if you don't, if you cannot find a cinnamon red candle, 
it'll be nice to maybe take some regular cinnamon oil that you use to cook with, you know, or to put it in food. Kind of rub it around there. You can rub some ground cinnamon or even just have, like, a stick of cinnamon there. But that's also something that's really good to help to position him and to, and to bring him, you know, quicker to assist you with, uh, you know, with your work. But I would still recommend what she's saying, the cleanse, bless, uh, dress, and bring to life. You can also do that with that same expedite candle, and it will actually help to um, encourage the energy and to make it stronger. It'll just make it more powerful because you're cleansing it and then you're saying your prayers over it. Uh, you know, you're dressing it with the cinnamon and then you're blowing over it, bringing it to life, and you're placing that petition underneath it, which is going to be really powerful. Okay. All right. So you say you just sprinkle, you can just sprinkle the cinnamon spice onto the candle. Very little. If if you do not purchase a cinnamon candle, a candle that's already scented with cinnamon, those are your mm-hmm. options to lightly rub uh, the cinnamon, you know, ground cinnamon on the top a little bit or to lightly uh, put a little bit of cinnamon oil on top of it. You need to get cinnamon essential oil or just get cinnamon oil from the cooking aisle at the store. But um, mm-hmm. it's the actual aroma that carries your prayers that helps to penetrate the, the different dimensions and spiritual elements for your uh, prayer to be carried, you know, higher. So um, okay. those are some things I would utilize when petitioning St. Expedite. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for those tips. Thank you for calling me and Caroline. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, so we have this one last caller that we will take before we end the show tonight, and they've been holding for quite a bit of time. And um, that's, oh, I think you dropped off the line. Hello, are you there, Kachawi? Yes, I, Hello? I, I got cut off. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I'm glad you're here. Okay, good. Okay, right. I called yeah. right back. Okay. Okay, good. I'm glad I've seen that. Okay, we have one last caller calling from area code 857. Hello? 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 Hi, good evening. Good, good evening. Hi. This is a very... Hi. This was a very, very informative call, especially with somebody who, who's been um, working with candles for a little bit. I mean, I'm not an expert, but this, this was very informative, and I'm glad that I tuned in tonight. Um, I just... Had my name is Kita, and I had a question just about like work and seeing if things kind of open up. I'm, I've been at a standstill financially, and I'm just wondering if things are going to open up soon. Okay. All right. Great. So um, I can go ahead and um, just kind of draw upon you know, some things that are surrounding you within your energy and look through the tarot deck to see what's being presented. So just give me a okay. moment.
Okay, Peter. So um, I'm going to go ahead. In your current situation, it's showing that you have a bunch like at your fingertips that you're able to uh, that you're able to you know just really tap into your a good financial uh, vessel. Like I'm showing that you have like wealth inheritance and like a strong family structure surrounding you where you're able to manifest money. So what spirit is telling me is that things are definitely going to get better for you. Um, for the, the major reason why you were kind of going through some financial setbacks in the past, it just seems like there were some self-imposed, like, blockages. Like, um, it was hard for you to break free and just kind of detach yourself from some, it looks like the spirit is kind of bringing up, like, some unhealthy spending habits. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it was just really hard to kind of break free from that, even though you knew that it, it wasn't really helping. Um, it's kind of like you kind of felt trapped by some of the choices that you were making, and it also could have been just like um, financial debt. And um, that's what I'm just showing, that there was just some really, you know, due to some uh, irresponsible choices made, it was just some accumulated debt, and... Um, it could have been some type of a career. I'm kind of seeing something that you were doing. It kind of could have felt unproductive for you, um, like you were not accumulating the type of money that you wanted to from the career that you found yourself in. But in this current situation, you're crowned by the Ten of Pentacles, which means that the will is opening up for you because you are now aware of those unhealthy habits that you could have had with your finances and that... Um, the universe totally supports you and pouring out abundance. So, I mean, for you to ask about money and then the Ten of Pentacles to show where you currently are, that is such a good sign. Like, I mean, that's like one of the best signs that you can get. You know, the Ten of Pentacles is just like, you know, all the money or all the abundance that you can have. So it just looks like wealth is going to come through your, um, like your family or some type of uh, work or something, some type of opportunity through your family where you're just going to be able to receive, um, you know, the type of abundance that you're seeking. Um, in your future, you have a cup, which is a hand issuing out from the clouds, um, and it just represents, like, overwhelming, like an overwhelming flow of things that you need. Um, it represents love, compassion, and creativity. So um, I really feel like in the future you're just going to have a creative flow that's really going to allow you to tap into, you know, getting some money, some necessary money that you need. So um, things look really good for you. In the past, you know, you went through some things, but ahead, I think with us moving into this new moon, things look really powerful for you. I would exercise your spiritual practices and tools that you have um, to mm-hmm. manifest what you want in this time. Things look really good. Thank you. I can exhale because it's been very difficult. Yes, ma'am. What sign are you? I'm an Aquarius. Sun sign. What? Okay. Okay. Um, one of the things that I see, I treat what you say as uh, horary, and that's when you ask the universe a question and you create a astrological chart to answer that question. 
And what I see is that uh, the fortune is coming your way in terms of some type of business opportunity. Are you in business for yourself? <laughs> um, I am actually in the process of um, well, there, there there are two things that I'm launching. So I'm I'm in the process of going back to school just so that I could um, develop. Um, I'm getting a certificate, so it's like 30 weeks. Um, but in the meantime, so there are th- well, to make a long story short, there are three different business opportunities that I'm looking at launching. I know that I have to do one at a time, but there's, okay. there's three of them. Okay. So that's that's in alignment in alignment with what I'm seeing in this chart, and um, I also see you represented by the planet Jupiter, which is a good thing because right now Jupiter is in the sign of Cancer, which it is exalted there, and uh, you're located in the seventh house. Uh, there is some type of powerful transformation that is coming your way. Um, is is this business venture? Are you thinking of doing it with someone? Hmm. Um, just one of them, but we're having some difficulties um, getting the business. Right, getting the partnership agreement right. So is just, is just one the of them. person is the person changing their mind, going back and forth about uh, certain things or certain aspects of what they want or what they expect from yeah. you. Okay. Yes. Well, I see that you are about to move into a place that where you'll be supported, uh, uh, is this person a woman? No. Okay, so it is a relationship with a male because actually, the... the um, my husband's friend. Okay, so it's, so it's, it's a male. Now, it, it, yeah. is there something effeminate about this person? Do they have long hair? Or No, um, he just is very sensitive and takes things okay. very personally, kind of the way uh-huh. that a woman okay. would do it. Okay, so that, that, <laughs> that, that's the female energy that I see because the moon is in Aries, and Aries is like a male sign, but it's still the moon. So it, it, it what the reason why I'm asking you this is it's not a woman, it's a man, but this man has these temperamental lunar type energies. Mm-hmm. Um I see you get, getting support uh from others but not necessarily that person. Okay. Uh you may have to uh, approach someone else with this business venture because this person is uh, they want to dominate that's mm-hmm. Harry mm-hmm. and they're very changeable 
temperamental, you know, and and they may even have this idea in their head that a woman should take second place in some way. And uh, I see you being able to get your business ventures off the ground, but not necessarily with this particular venture with that person. So you may have to seek out someone who is more like you. Uh, uh, Aquarian energy is uh, for the greater good, and but it's a fixed energy, and it's an air energy. Where uh, does this have anything to do with uh, uh, mental uh, things like? Counseling or something of that nature, something that is for the greater good of the people that you would be helping or that would be involved in this. Um, or is it well, in- they they well the two that I'm that I'm looking on getting off the ground. I mean, one of them is really about the greater good. It's really about bringing people's ideas to life. So it's it's a marketing mm-hmm. firm. Okay, and then so that's it. Ideas the, don't air things. Okay. Right. So and then we're the other on one is the more right like track here. Tangible things. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So I do see you being able to get these ventures off the ground. You may have to uh, tighten your money belt a little mm-hmm. bit more you know, mm-hmm. and uh, take a little bit more time to uh, research the financial aspects of keeping yourself afloat once you get the business started. How much can you cut back on little extras here or how small of a scale can you start this off on and still have it be successful? So uh, those are the uh, the advice that the I see in the chart is that you are very capable of uh, getting these things off the ground, and I do see you being able to uh, this thing being successfully brought forth. But this person may not be the person that you need to venture into this with because this person is very dominant, very moody, uh, uh, concerned with things that you don't normally hear a man being concerned with, kind of flying mm, back mm. and forth. One day I want this, one the next day I want that. And it's, all, it's almost like uh, it becomes a stumbling block. I agree. Thank you so much, sis. I I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I, I I'm so frustrated with it because I feel like as a as a man, you shouldn't act like that. But maybe that's just my bias. <laughs> maybe that's just <laughs> well, that's you know, just now my we bias. Have all, but I feel like yeah, I'm a beast. Have, like yeah. I can't. You know, let's do this. We're gonna do it. Um, do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we all have our uh, uh, innate 
biases is what makes us as individuals. And what I'll say is is that you probably need to find someone else who is a little bit more stable and a little bit more cohesive uh, because whatever sto- whatever this starts like is what it will end up. If you're right. having conflicts with this person getting this thing off the ground because of the wishy-washiness, then those conflicts will continue throughout the relationship and throughout the business, and you want your business to be successful. So uh, the the spirit world is talking to you and telling you, that this person is not exactly now. Do they have some uh, asset that you feel like would be a benefit to your business? Just money. <laughs> That's it. Okay. 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 Well, uh, that that is very clear and evident that um, right now he's in your seventh house of this. Uh, you're in his. You're you're trying to get into his support, his financial support, and right. uh, st- start to look around and see if you can find another partner. Okay. Because I this person Okay, okay. See if what, you can find I mean I'm not else's. I'm not like I mean I'm I'm attached to it but I have two other things that I can but mm-hmm. so it's kinda like I'm not gonna sell my soul for the money that I'm asking right. for from him. It's right. not worth the right. aggravation. It, right. Where I could launch so you have my this, other two things that require less startup capital and I have a sense of peace. But can I ask a question? Okay. What is it about my femininity that is that makes this person and it's funny that you brought that up because I feel like, okay, if the if I was a man, would you have more respect? Or would there not be the sense of wishy washiness? What is it about femininity that bothers this person so? Well, uh one of the things that uh, it may not necessarily be about your femininity. It may be about him welding his control factor. It's oh. like he has his carrot dangling out in front of you, and he knows that you need his financial support for this particular venture. And uh, what I will say to you is that most people cannot handle power. Uh, and when they feel mm-hmm. like they have some power over you, if they feel or have felt powerless in their lives, then every chance that they get, they wield their power or wield it um, um, destructively. So maybe you need to get in to someone who doesn't feel so threatened and doesn't feel so powerless. Mm. Because when when people feel powerless, uh, when you go into a store and 
you run into this person who uh, has or feels powerless in their lives. They take that little bitty opportunity that they have that you are coming through to them to get to something, and they act crazy with it, you know. So this is how people do when they really internally feel powerless, so they wield their power in a very destructive manner. And um, there may there there could be some mother issues mm-hmm. with this person. Okay. Okay. So um that he's working out on every female in his life. So uh <laughs> okay. don't spend a lot of time trying to work with that energy. Go out and seek someone who is more stable that has the money. I know these people are just not floating around everywhere with a bunch of money that you may come in contact with, but they are out there. And you sound very capable of going and getting what you want. So I would not spend a lot of time. Uh, This person could very well be uh, jealous of the relationship that you and your guy have. You know, mm, there could okay. be a lot of things going on with person that you don't want to deal with and shouldn't have to deal with, and you can't fix him. So sometimes if I, I would give this, since this uh, chart has some cardinal angles and I would not stay in the situation with him for a long time. I would move on to try to seek out another possibility. Say no more. Done. Okay. (laughs) Say no more. All right. Confirmation. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And thank you so much, sisters. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You have a good night. Thank you so much for calling in. You too, and thank you for sharing your information. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, well, thank you so much, um, Valerie. I really appreciate you sharing your time with us and sharing your wisdom. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show tonight. Okay, I'd like to give my contact information. It is 314-774-3162, or you can uh, shoot me an email at beyondthesunastrology at gmail.com, and uh, we can set up appointments for... Uh, natal analysis or uh, a look into the future, or you can ask the horary a question. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. So I hope you all were able to get her contact information. Um, you know, I'll say it again. It's 
her to reach her by phone is three one four seven seven four three one six two, or please email her at um, Beyond the Sun Astrology at gmail dot com. Is that right? Yes. Okay, perfect. So thank you so much. I'm honored to have you on the show again, and I know everybody was happy, but I was happy to get another dose of that. So. Um, All right, sweetheart. And yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you, (laughs) and we'll talk soon. All right, dear. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, family, Cosmic Growth family, thank you so much for hanging in there with us and getting all the wisdom and uh, sharing tonight. So I wish everyone a very beautiful uh, new moon tomorrow night. And, again, if you have any questions, um, please feel free to email me at thecosmicgrove at gmail.com or you can go to the website, thecosmicgrove.com, um, just to learn more and find out more about what we're doing and what we're offering. So um, best wishes to everybody and a good night to you.